for the week of January 22nd, 2024. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and a doctor in clinical nutrition who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. Now, every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week, we are talking about a substance that is found in pretty well most cells of the body Mm. and is very important for heart health. Is it? And that is called CoQ10. Yes, I I knew ahead of time what the subject matter was. (laughs) You did, yeah. And I actually used the shortened name. The the full name really is Coenzyme Q10. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what makes it important for the heart? But I'm sure you're going to get into all that. Yeah, well, it's important because Coenzyme Q10 is a substance that's made within our body that helps to um, basically stop free radical damage in the cells. Oh. So, um, and it's and, and especially needed in large quantities in the heart mm. and also other organs that require a lot of energy, like the brain and the kidneys and the liver. So there are a number of uh, places in the body where we need more Q- coenzyme Q10 than others. To fight the free to radicals. To fight the free radical damage. So, so um, basically, um, what coenzyme Q10's job is, is that, so, you know, we eat food, right? And then we break that food down and it goes into our bloodstream. And then we can convert like our carbohydrates into energy mm-hmm. in our body. Mm-hmm. So, but in the process of that conversion of, you know, taking glucose and turning it into a substance called ATP, which is what we use for energy, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of free radicals that are formed in that process. Oh. And so coenzyme Q10 is also created within our cells to be right there to help Ward off those free radicals. Right there. Yeah, right there. So, um, and so basically it's its job. It's kind of like the design of our body was such that we, I guess it knew that we were going to be making all these free radicals in the process of making energy. And so we needed to have something to mitigate those free radicals. So we make it ourselves. We do. We make it within our body. And I trust it. Uh, we don't make it as well as we get older. Is that uh, true? Exactly. Yeah, you're you're right on track there. <laughs> yeah. In fact, um, we as we age, we tend to make less of it. Mm. So when we're young, we're making a lot more of it, and our body's working more efficiently. As we age, we tend to make less of it. Um, and there are certain other circumstances that can occur within our lifespan um, that and you know, certain things like medications that can block its production mm-hmm. within our body. So one of the main uh, medications that blocks the production of coenzyme Q10 are cholesterol-lowering drugs, the statins. Mm-hmm. So the, the way that our body makes cholesterol is through a particular 
uh, physiological pathway or biological pathway. And um, in that same pathway is where coenzyme Q10 is made. Mm. So when we are taking a medication that blocks the production of cholesterol, we are also blocking the production of coenzyme Q10. Mm. So, so meaning, you know, if you're taking that type of medication, then you're making less coenzyme Q10, which is, you know, if you think about it, that's kind of a, uh, a bad thing because why we're taking the medication in the first place is to help protect the heart. Mm-hmm. So, but we're taking a medication that's making the heart actually more vulnerable to free radical damage, which is what creates inflammation in the arteries. So that, you know, that's a, it's almost, when you think about it, it's almost kind of like, like a catch 22 in a way, mm-hmm. you know, you're making less cholesterol, but then you're also putting your, arteries at a higher risk for inflammation and damage. So so is consuming CoQ10, does that get affected by this reduction that happens in these pathways? Or that's okay. It, um, it, you need to consume Q, CoQ10 to, to do its job. Right, exactly. So when you are taking supplemental coenzyme Q10, right. Or if you get it through food sources, there are some food sources, which I'll talk about. Um, No, those are going directly into your bloodstream. They don't have to be created through that pathway. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to take a supplement when you are taking a medication that lowers cholesterol. So if you're taking a statin, you should be taking CoQ10 also. Yes, you should be. Yeah, exactly. So um, now, you know, we tend to talk about coenzyme Q10 being very important for heart health, but it's also important for, um, you know, diabetes. It's been shown to be important for fighting off cancer um, because those are all conditions that can be caused by free radical damage in the cells. Mm. So, so we need coenzyme Q10 for many reasons. Um, One of the interesting little things that uh, I read that was I thought was a good description was that coenzyme Q10 um, is kind of like a little spark plug, you know, in in the cells. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like a, as a car can't function without that initial spark, mm-hmm. the heart can't function without CoQ10. Oh so CoQ10 is like that little spark. Mm. So um, and so although the body can make its own Q10, like I said, certain situations make it so that we're not making as much of it. And so what we found in research is that, um, especially people who are over the age of 50, um, levels of CoQ10 decrease after that age. And it is believed that as many as 75% of people over the age of 50 may be deficient in coenzyme Q10. Mm. So it's a, it's one of those things that's a, a very important component of our health, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't get a lot of attention, I don't think. You know, we're always talking about other things that are maybe more sexy, like omega-3s and, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and vitamin D, you know, and of course those are all very important, but we don't hear a lot about the role of coenzyme Q10. Um, now, one thing that's very interesting in the body about coenzyme Q10 is... 
it actually kind of flips back and forth between two different forms, basically. Mm. It depends on, you know, the electrons that it has. So it's kind of flipping back and forth between having an extra electron and not having one. So Mm -hmm. um, it has this ability to sort of regenerate itself with an electron. But so because there are two different forms, one is called ubiquinol and one is called ubiquinone, both forms are considered safe for um, supplements, um, but one of them tends to be less costly. So the big, okay. so the ubiquinone form is the less costly form. The ubiquinol form is typically more costly, and that's just because it's marketed as, you know, ubiquinol is the form that our body makes naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, however, our body also, you know, flips back and forth, you know, we make the ubiquinol, but then it flips back and forth to ubiquinone and then it can flip back to ubiquinol. So our body has the ability to flip it back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people, you know, just, just get the, the less costly form of it, the ubiquinone and, you know, and your body will, will be able to convert it back and forth. Yeah. So for most people, I would say the, um, you know the studies show that yeah that most people have the ability to to convert it to to ubiquinol in the body so you know no need to be paying extra money for that more expensive form of it um and, and l- unless your doctor tells you that you know you may need it there are certain people who may not be able to make that conversion as as efficiently hmm yeah so what would be the symptoms if you're short on on coq10 well, symptoms would be um, lack of energy. That mm-hmm. would be one. Um, it it tends to also, you know, um, premature aging of your skin. Mm. Um, you know, your any kind of inflammatory type disease that you might ex- be experiencing. Mm. So, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, it's gotten to the point where it is sort of a full blown, like a diabetes or a heart disease or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can. I would just say you, if you're starting to feel like you don't have that extra oomph of energy like you had when you were younger, <laughs> that might be a sign that you're needing some coenzyme Q10. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of other reasons for lower energy, but that could be one sign. And how would you know that your body's, you know, uh, needs one or the other? I mean, uh, you know, how, how would somebody really know that? Well, that, okay, that's a good question. And basically, you, you could start on the ubiquinone and then see how it, how it goes. You know, you can get blood tests that can tell you your levels of inflammation oh, okay. in the body. You can get like a high sensitivity C-reactive protein test, mm-hmm. which typically indicates inflammation in the body. So if you had a test and it showed you had high inflammation, and then you started taking the ubiquinone, and, and you didn't see much of a difference, mm-hmm. then maybe you would then say, well, maybe I need to be switching to the other form. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So interestingly, you know, there are um, food sources of coenzyme Q10. Mm-hmm. So some natural food sources are buckwheat, mm. oats, mm-hmm. quinoa. These are kind of common foods, right? Mm-hmm. Nuts, spinach, organ meats, which a lot of people don't eat anymore, but mm-hmm. uh, they are a good source. Um, halibut, herring, mackerel, salmon, mm. trout, tuna, and yogurt. 
tuna and yogurt. Mm-hmm. So these are all these are all food sources of coenzyme Q10. And so while I would say it's important to add these foods to your diet if you're not already eating them because they would be a good source of coenzyme Q10, but just eating f- foods may not be enough to offset a deficiency if you have a significant deficiency of CoQ10. Mm-hmm. And if you're taking a medication that is lowering cholesterol, uh, I would say that you're probably not going to be able to offset that with just a with just food sources. Mm-hmm. You would have to take a supplement. I see. Yeah. I see. Anything else before we go, D? Well, I just want to say that, you know, therapeutic use of CoQ10 has been shown in in both animal and, and human uh, clinical trials to um, to reduce the effects of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer, and can even offset chemotherapy side effects. Really? So, yeah. So that's another really important component of coenzyme Q10. It is needed in every single cell in our body. Wow, Dee. Thank you for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.